ahead and get started. As you can see, um, today's message is titled, What If, What About? And as you see here, there's many ways that you can get to decide uh, coaching podcast. Um, you have anchor.fm slash decide coaching. And um, the coaching is also on Amazon Music, Apple Music, uh, Spotify. So there's various ways you can get to it. Just type in Decide Coaching. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Again, today is titled, uh, What If, What About? And these are questions that we ask a lot. All right. So I want to first, you know, welcome you again. Um, to Decide Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Nurse. And as you are listening, you know, be inspired to know better, to be better. And I want y'all to think back and recall the time you asked yourself or someone else the questions that started with what if or what about. You know, you feel that. And as you're thinking back, you know, um, do you remember why you were asking those questions? You know, so today we're going to discuss these questions that arise in our lives from time to time. And uh, we're going to take a deeper look into those questions and determine how do we go forward? How, how do we go forward? Okay, so our example is Moses. You know, it's in the book of Exodus. 
and um, he asked similar questions like this. You know, he was very inquisitive. Um, and when he asked these questions, it was when he was called to complete a divine task. And we're going to examine those questions that he asked and why he asked them. And then the response that he was given. And as we do this, let's find the correlation within our own lives as we re reflect on his example. So here's some of the questions. He, he asked, who am I? You know, who, who am I to do this? <laughs> you know, so like um, he questioned as a person, his purpose and all that ties into this question, like, who am I, you know? And secondly, he asked, you know, what should I say? So I'm told that I'm going to be doing something, okay? I've been chosen to do something. And in, in his particular situation, it's like, well, what do I say? In our situations, it could be, well, what do I do, you know, when I face these questions? And then he asked this, what if they do not believe me or listen to me? So there's at times doubt when we're asking these questions you know we um we may question ourselves are we capable of doing this or that should we be doing this or that how you know and last but not least he asked about his imperfections you know he made it very clear he wasn't a good speaker and what was required of him was to speak like, you know, I'm given a task that's required for me to do something that I don't feel very comfortable at doing. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have ever experienced something like that before. You know, that you doubt in your own abilities, but when the Most High tells you to do something, and as we're going to see in the story of Moses, he chose him for a reason. You know, so for, for the, the being that knows all, sees all, hears all, chooses you, hmm. but you still have doubts in your abilities. Hmm. Let's see how the response was to all these questions. So let's go back a little bit about Moses. If we go to Exodus 2, 11 through 13, you have Moses. Um, he saw like an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. Moses was a Hebrew, but he was in the Egyptian land. And um, he knew the difference between the two, okay? So he defended the Hebrew. And as you see here, he says one of his own people. So the Hebrew person was one of his own but was being beaten by an Egyptian. Now, if y'all know a little bit more about Moses, um, he was raised by Pharaoh's daughter, okay? So he was accustomed to the Egyptian lifestyle and things of that sort, but he also still knew who he was, knowing that he was a Hebrew, okay? Verse 12 says, looking this way and that way and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid, hit him in the sand. All right, so he defended the Hebrew. 
Verse 13, the next day he went out and he saw two Hebrews fighting. Here we go. He, he involves himself and he asked the one in the wrong, why are you hitting your fellow Hebrews? So they, he knew that they were brothers. Why, why are you hitting him? So with these questions and through his actions, you see that he has a passion. He gets involved in situations. Um, he feels that he's rightfully so. Um, justly so getting involved and um that's something in him you know what i'm saying to to kill someone i mean that that grows up in him to actually come to killing someone he must believe in what he was doing protecting you know um so he's showing these type of characteristics and it's like he judges situations too he saw that it was wrong that the two hebrews were fighting each other so just a little bit of backdrop on on moses um building on his character and hopefully you see this unfold as we continue so a little bit more let's go to exodus 2 14 and 15 then the man said well who made you rule and judge over us are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Ooh. So we saw that Moses looked to the left and to the right. He didn't think nobody saw what he did to the Egyptian, but it looks like mm, somebody did. So then Moses was afraid and thought, what I did must have been known. Verse 15, when Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled. From, from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. So he interjected himself in the situation. What he did was found out. Then the ruler of the land found out and was going to kill him. So he like, oh, I got to go. Now, you don't hear anything about the Most High and telling Moses to go to Midian due to the circumstances, I have to go. <laughs> My life is at stake here, okay? Now, this is all by purpose, design, what have you, but let's find ourselves in situations where we're uh, uncomfortable, we're fearful, and we run. Now, I can speak for myself. There was a time, you know, with a position I was in and I feared for my life and I left now the position I thought was incredible I thought this was the, the epitome of my career and hey you know I'm gonna be here forever but circumstances changed circumstances that I didn't have control over and the best thing was for me to go fear I left out of fear now, I would like to say that I prayed about the situation and um, discussed it with my husband and we jointly made a decision for me to leave. And, um, you know, but fear shouldn't be the root of why we run from situations. And so, but we see in this situation, that's exactly what Moses did as well. 
and and the reason I'm bringing up some personal experiences is because through the stories and what I'm sharing, we got to be able to correlate it to our own lives. Like, you know what? I've been there. It may not have been exactly like being in Egypt and then fleeing the Midian, but it may have been a relationship or it may have been a position. It may have been whatever the circumstance could have been. All right. But you ran. You ran from it. You felt my back is against the wall. I got to go. But Moses felt that. And he was afraid. So here, too, we're seeing pieces of his his character. Okay, we saw someone that had passion to interject himself to protect. Now we see fear. The call, the response, and the instruction. So now that he's in Midian, you know, um, he gets married. He has a child, um, calls a child, you know, like being in a foreign land. And um, in Exodus 3 and 4, he's out and about, and there's this bush burning. (laughs) It's also speaking. Can you imagine that? You know, (laughs) on your merry way, and then you come across a burning bush that speaks. <laughs> you know, um, I would be, I would definitely be spooked out, but um, the bush was the most high, and it was calling him by his name, the Moses, Moses. And what was awesome was Moses' response, and he says, here I am. So he, you know, wasn't fearful when he heard his name. He wasn't fearful in questioning, this is a burning bush speaking to me and calling me, <laughs> you know? That's not what happened. He responded in like a submissive way. Here I am. Confidently, here I am. And once he did that, there was some instructions of specific instructions given to him in Exodus 3 and 5. Okay, take off your sandals. You are on holy ground. And he did that. But fear came about when he he couldn't look at the most, you know, he couldn't look at the burning bush. And at that that time, now he realized, okay, this is is pretty serious, you know. Um, This is greater than I, you know. Um, But as we keep reading Exodus 3 and 10, more instructions. It says, so now go. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So he's told to do something. Okay. Now, he ran away from Egypt because his life was at stake. There was the Pharaoh... Pharaoh there, you know, wanting to kill him for what he did to another Egyptian. Now you have this burning bush telling you to go back. Y'all may be like, if I left a job and then was told to go back, I don't think so. Uh-uh. You know, but the difference here is this is the most high telling him. This is what I am calling you to do. This is what I'm telling you to do. 
is a command. So go. But we have Moses, though. Moses that asks questions. You know, so he hears it. He hears his name. He's like, here I am, you know. And then you're going to tell me to go back to Egypt? What? <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. But this is his first question. He go, who am I? Who, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? This is Exodus 3 and 11. So now we're talking about our identity, the task that is at hand. Like I'm a, you know, I'm this little person. <laughs> like I'm going to the person that is ruler over Egypt. First of all, I'm only going to Egypt. That's why I ran away. But you want me to go back and confront Pharaoh to let your people go. Because we have to understand in the story, the Israelites cried out to the Most High. They were um, suffering, in a sense, with the workloads and things like that. And so they cried out to the Most High. And this is the Most High responding and he called Moses. So he's like, I heard their cry. I heard their cry. And so you, this is what I'm telling you to do. So Moses is like, okay, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but who am I? Who am I to do such a thing? And here's the response. I will be with you. That is comforting. So it's like this, you know, whatever the circumstance is, if the most high called you to it, to do it. You're asking questions, like, who am I to be doing something like this? What, what have you? He's telling you, um, I will be with you. And, and that is so powerful when you know who he is, that he is the creator of the heavens and the earth. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this, that he can speak through burning bushes. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible that he knows where you are, <laughs> when you're going to be there and have this interaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find you. Just like, you, you cannot get away from me, <laughs> you know? So um, it's comforting to know that the most high, he will be with us every step of the way. Then he had, here's Moses again, asked another question. Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they asked me, well, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? You know, it's like, you're telling me to do this. I have a lot of questions. And it also sounds too, I'm not really like, woo, let me go do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to talk my way out of it. You know, maybe I will stump the most high and calling me to do something like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is not really happening. But while we're conversating here, um, what, 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 what would I tell them? Okay. There's another response. The most high says in verse 14, I am who I am. I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. 
you know so i think that's pretty cool you know um check this out you know so i want to try this one more time and check this out So that's who who sent Moses to the Israelites. He told him, tell him I am that I am. And that was by a cross movement. Then there was um, the specific instruction. In verse 16, the Most High says, go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Prezizites, the Hevites, and the Jebusites, a land flowing of milk with milk and honey. So he's giving him instructions to go directly to the elders of Israel. So there's a plan. Not only did he call Moses, but he also gives him a plan. He answers him with the concerns that he may have, um, but and he's giving him some specific instructions. You know, um, this is key when we're asking these questions in our lives, you know, that when we seek the most high, he will give us instructions he would give us some insight on it, you know, on, on what he would have us to do. But again, you know, are we listening? Are we hearing? Are we seeking? And um, this is what was told, you know, to Moses. So what we also read is that with great confidence, he was told that the following was going to happen. Moses was told that the elders were going to listen. This is Exodus 3, 18 through 22. He also was told that Pharaoh will not let the Israelites go until the mighty hand of the Most High compels him to. So it's almost like a step-by-step -step game plan. A lot of details. Maybe not every single detail after you read the story, but there's a lot of details that Moses is given. And then um, number three, the Most High will stretch forth his hand and strike the Egyptians with wonders. Number four, then Pharaoh will let the Most High's people go. Number five, they will not leave empty-handed. And number six, they will have silver and gold and clothing, which they will put on their sons and daughters. They will plunder the Egyptians. So he's already, he's, you know, unfolding to Moses the plan. So we have that he was called he was asking questions he was reassured that he's not going to be alone he was told who to go to and what was going to happen you know not in all great detail but it was a lot of details to go on and i think that's reassuring and so even in our lives back to the correlation even in our lives 
like we're seeking the most high with the questions that we have. He's going to show us. He's going to give us glimpses of what's going to unfold. He's going to give us, you know, the guided plan. But what's so, so important that we got to hold on to that's definitely reassuring is that he said he's going to be with you. He said he's going to be with you. All right. So with great confidence, Moses was told what was going to happen. Now he has another question. He said, um, hold on, hold on. What if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? <laughs> like, first of all, you know, he goes back, if, you know, he goes back to Egypt, he don't know these people. He's been gone. Okay. He's been in Midian. So it's like, I get where Moses is coming from, you know, and um, I, I got to be ready with any kind of questions these people may have. Okay. So please, 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 before I go, you know, answer this for me. So the Most High said this, all right, what's in your hand? And Moses said a staff. And I, I thought this was pretty awesome because it's not like Moses had to go somewhere else to get something. He already had it. He was already equipped with what he needed for the task. So think about it, you know, in our lives, whatever our purpose is, whatever the most high has called us to, we have it. Not like we have to, you know, jump through all these hoops and, and this and that. You know what I mean? It's we 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 have it. You know, it's like what what's given to us, that's what we're working with. He was given a staff. He had one and he's like, mm, I'm gonna use that. So bam, Moses, <laughs> he had it. Bam, right there. Here's the staff. He was already equipped. Another question that he asked in uh, Exodus 4, 10 through 12, he said, but wait, pardon your servant. Now he's like, I, I, I will, I'm serving you now. You know, I, I said, here I am. And, you know, you and I have been, we've been engaging in this conversation. Um, but uh, I, I got to tell you something. I've never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to me, your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. So again, you know, could, could it be possible you made a mistake by telling me this is what you want me to do? And, and, and those who are listening, you know, when we have those moments of doubt, you know, like I can, I, I, I can think back when I first got married and that first year or so, I was like, um, Lord, you, you sure you said that this is the man? You know, I was just like questioning because it was not what I thought it was going to be. Now, you know, he told me that, yes, this is, this is going to be your husband. You, you're going to marry him. Um, I saw a blissful moment, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But those first two years or so, uh, it wasn't necessarily blissful. And so I started questioning what was originally said to me. Um, I remember some individuals that I, I looked up to or I had whatever they said had great value. 
and it wasn't lining up to what I heard the most high say. Then there was also some that did. They they were very encouraging and um, you know, helped keep me focused on what the most high said to me. And that happens sometimes in this walk when you're doubting, when you're questioning, is are, is this like for real for real? Are you still with me? You know, are you sure that you called me to be this man's wife? Are you sure that um, this matrimony is what you said it was going to be? I've been there, you know, and I, I truly believe that I was serving the most high, you know. There's things that I was doubting. In this case, Moses is doubting the fact that he doesn't speak very eloquently. So it's like, how am I supposed to speak to the elders of the Israelites? And I'm very, very, you know, uh, uncomfortable with my speech and tongue. But you, <laughs> Most High, you, you calling me? You know, question. What about, what about, what if, you know? So the Most High responds to him by stating, who gave human beings their mouths? <laughs> how, do you, how do you come back from a response like that, you know? He's telling Moses, I gave you your mouth, okay? And then he, he also says, who makes them deaf or mute? So he's saying, I, you know, I have dominion over all of this, okay? And that gives us even more like a deeper understanding of who the Mosai is. And then he also tells Moses, who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. So being in Moses' shoes, not having the most confidence in himself, but it seems as though his creator undoubtedly chose him. And what Moses may think is not eloquent, the most high thinks differently of him. And it's amazing to see that Moses don't even think of that of himself. Have you been in that type of position before? Are you in that position right now where you don't think that you have what it takes or you, you don't think that you have been gifted, given, chosen to do X, Y, Z? And your creator is saying through the story of Moses that he's the one who gave you your abilities. He's the one that told you to go. He's the one who's saying that I will be with you. I will help you do whatever I'm telling you to do.
then Moses asked another question in Exodus 4, 13 through 16. He says, pardon, pardon me, please. Please, 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 please. You know, pardon me, Lord. Um, can, can you please send somebody else? I, I'm not, I'm not for this, <laughs> this position. I, I, I think you, my creator, made a mistake in, in choosing me to do something like this. I mean, you know, I'm like, Moses, outside looking, like, Moses, do you know that he created the earth? He created you, and you telling him that he was, like, wrong in choosing you, and that he needed to pick somebody else? You know, you know, there is a difference between confidence and arrogance. But with this message, there should be a great confidence in us when the Most High tells us to do something, when he tells us to go. There should be a great confidence. You know, let's take it from Moses to not doubt in what the Most High placed in us or has given us that he wants, he's using what we already have to do what he has told us to do. We just need to do it, you know? Let's let's take note of that, you know what I'm saying? Um, not to think so low of ourselves, so low in what we actually have. So here's the most highest response. And, <laughs> you know, we saw, we heard earlier that there was a burning bush that was speaking to Moses. And so now you have the most high angry, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like angry. There was anger burned against Moses, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I just hear thunder and, and, and the lightning going like, do you not understand Moses? Okay, all right, but not only was the Most High angered, he does give a solution to Moses. And he says, you know, what about your brother Aaron, um, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth, and as if I, excuse me, as if you were God to him. So it's like, okay. All right, Moses. You, you, you're doubting that you cannot speak. You don't think that I chose the right person to do it. <laughs> you're not getting out of this. So to, you know, rectify the situation, we're going to bring in Aaron. But Aaron's still going to hear you and you're going to hear me because I chose you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, this is going to happen. Okay. <laughs> it's it's going to happen and you're going to be part of it. So um, let's just jump on board, you know what I mean? Um, let's, let's, uh, not, you know, make excuses for, for what the Most High has called us to do. And as we can see, it's kind of hard to have excuses, huh? You know, he, he felt like he spoke slow and, 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 and what have you and not eloquently. And, um, the Most High said, oh, that's okay. Okay. I got something for you. Come on, Aaron. Now you're going to. He, because he don't have the confidence, you know, to do what I call him to do. You're going to be all up in the situation now, too. But I'm still going to speak to you, Moses. 
you know, poor Aaron. I'm kidding, but you know, um, when you're called, you're called. So now there was some instruction given in Exodus 4, 17 through 21. Um, take the staff to perform the signs with it. Go back to Egypt, rest assured, all that wanted you dead, they're dead. Okay, so there was confidence there and uh, reassuring that Moses, that, um, you know, Pharaoh that was once trying to kill him, he's now dead. And the people that was once there that knew Moses, they're no longer there. Okay, so it's like you're going in that to a place. Yes, it was the place that you were once familiar with, that you had a bad experience with. But um, I've cleared the way for you to go back and um, not be fearful that those individuals are going to affect you to do what I'm telling you to do. And then last but not least, the last instruction here is um, perform the wonders that, um, that I'm going to perform through you, you know. So, again, there's like specific instructions. It's clear. It's precise. And now Moses just has to go forth. But it's like at the same time, his confidence needed to be built. Um, there was like a lot of reassuring and um, just know that all his answers, concerns were answered. All his questions, excuse me if I said that wrong, were answered. And that should bring us such great excitement and hope on this journey, on this walk, no matter where we are in our walk, you know, that if we seek the most high, he's going to give us instructions. And just know there's no excuses trying to get away from it. <laughs> you see? So um, some keys that I want to leave you all with is that Moses had to get his life in order, though. There was a situation with the son that wasn't circumcised. And so we go to Exodus 4, 24 through 26. The Most High sought to kill Moses. And when I read this, I was like, man, hold on. So after all that, you know, the burning bush, calling Moses and things like that, you see the Most High seeking to kill Moses. And I had to do a little bit of research on it. Like, why is that? Well, in the law, um, the child needed to be circumcised. And um, at that time, the son, his son wasn't circumcised. And so you, you, you read on a little bit and um, he becomes circumcised. And I think they call Moses the bloody bridegroom or something of that sort, the wife did. But, um, you know, before Moses was able to even go forth to do what the Most High, you know, called him to do, his life had to be in order. And that's something that is so, so key and fundamental that, you know, um, we can't just be living however we want to live, doing whatever we want to do and, and um, saying, Lord, use me, <laughs> you know, um, doesn't quite work that way. Um, your life should be sought after by the most high, <laughs> you know, it's like, so it's like um, what I gather from this is that. I need to be in order. So even before I'm seeking the most high, I better be repenting and turning away 
from things I know I'm not supposed to be doing, relationships I know I shouldn't be having, you know what I'm saying, that is contrary to his word, his covenant, you know what I'm saying? And so with that, you may be called, but at the same time, it's not going to unfold in seeing his wonders and seeing um, him unfold these things before your very eyes if we're not living right. You know, and whatever that is that you're thinking right now that's tugging on you, yeah, that thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, run. You know, your life is at stake. You know, we're talking about Pharaoh trying to kill Moses. You have now in this situation the most high about to kill Moses. You know what I'm saying? Over something that you may think is small, but it's huge when it comes to the law of the most high. Oh, he's very serious about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's not play around. You know, again, this is the same, you know, uh, being, you know, that can use a bush, <laughs> consume it without consuming it. You know what I'm saying? That says that I I am the one who causes things to speak, not speak, hear, not hear, you know. He's the one. So that needs to be a high respect, a high honor, you know, of what we're talking about here and about our walk, about what we are to do, you know, here on this earth. So um, Moses had to get it right and because it would be very hypocritical he's telling the israelites to do xyz and wait wait a second moses just like you know the hebrew said how, how are you gonna be coming at me about fighting another hebrew when you kill an israelite i mean an egyptian you see what i'm saying so it's like uh, um <clears throat> let's get your you, you know get your your affairs in order get your life in order before you start teaching the law. And so um, he, he made it right. And the circumcision was done. And um, we were able to move forward. So the Most High no longer sought to kill Moses. Now, some correlations that I want us to make is that Moses asked the question and the Most High answered each of them and gave solutions when needed. When responding to the call that we have in our lives, we need to seek the most high. We need to seek him in every single thing. You know, um, within my career, you know, um, before I, I, was, I was talking to you, I, I, I believe I, I sought the most high about leaving a position or whatever like that. And um, there's peace. It may not always be comfortable, but there's peace. And um, he reassures when he tells us to do something. And so I'm encouraging us, you know, to, to seek him in everything, in everything. You know, even though it may, in our minds, sound good, feel good or whatever, we need to make sure that we heard from him that this is what it should be. You know what I'm saying? Um, and sometimes it may not look like what we think it should look like. For example, Moses going back to Egypt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Totally not what this man <laughs> thought he would ever do. I remember um, being called back into coaching 
And um, I thought a particular teaching position I would never do again because I had such a horrible experience. And I, I know what Moses felt, you know what I'm saying? He had a horrible experience in Egypt. He ran, you know, thinking now I'm safe, you know, but he had to go back. And the reason I went back is because the Most High told me to go back. He told me to. So I'm like, okay, if I go back into this situation or, or teaching this particular subject or whatever like that, you got me. And sure enough, he does. You know, and I have to to wait to move until he tells me to move. You know, um, there's things that I may not know the answer to right then and there because I'm still seeking the most high. And that's okay. There's there's still reassurance there that when the time comes, he's going to answer. He's going to show me exactly what I need to do, how I need to do it. Just like he did with Moses, you know, he will do it also for you. But are you seeking him? Do you have your life in order to even hear from him what you're seeking him about? You see what I'm saying? So um, seek him. For he placed us just where we are if we are being obedient to him. And that's something that's very, very key. You don't want to be walking in error. And that's not where you should be, period. So, um, yeah. Next, ask him all the questions. So when we're seeking, we should, it's like this transparency, even though he knows what we're going to ask, you know, but it's, we don't know. So we're not all knowing. And so it's like we go before him, humbly before him, asking these questions and, you know, with a pure heart. And waiting waiting on his response you know make sure again like I allows it in order you know I mentioned the circumcision but listen watch and and do what he says to do and I'm telling you it may not feel comfortable you know it was not necessarily comfortable to go back into the coaching I thought I was done I thought I was done with the, the particular teaching position too but uh, he said, not so. Just be ready. When I call you, be ready. So don't say you're never going to do something again or go back to something. If he calls you back or calls you to, you do. You know, saying it's, it's, it's for, you know, your, your benefit, your good. Okay. And uh, last but not least, know with confidence that he will answer, that you will have all, all that you need for whatever he's calling you to. And most of all, that he's with you, you know, rest assured that, be rest assured that he is with you. So in closing, I would like to, you know, thank you for checking out Josiah Coaching Podcast. Um, if you found it encouraging and, and worth sharing, please share it. Also like, subscribe and support through our, a generous donation by clicking anchor.fm forward slash Josiah Coaching forward slash support. Um, I want to thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. And most of all, y'all, seek the most high in all that you do. Keep, you know, keep in mind Moses. You know, <laughs> I didn't get to play this earlier, but I'm going to try it now. And, um, Every time I think about Moses, I think about like 
the movie The Ten Commandments, this is like what comes to mind. Check this out. I just thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate you guys, you know, um, just tune in again. Uh, you know, next time a podcast come out every Thursday, um, you can always go to anchor.fm forward slash just like coaching if you want to, you know, get any other episodes that I may do. But, um, you know, just keep that in mind. As I'm closing out tonight, you know, seek the most high in all that you do. Till next time, peace out.